Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome to Circa. In Circa Unlocked, you'll get to know some of the incredible Circa concierges who are your friends to ask anything, anywhere in the world. They've got incredible recommendations for best food, experiences, and hidden gems, and they're excited to share them with you. If you want to find out more, go to circatravel.com and download the Circa app. In Circa, that's spelled C-E-R-C-A, you'll find maps, notes, and pictures, plus immersive guides to the most interesting places in the world and the best travel podcasts, including this one. Plus, you'll be able to chat with a circuit concierge yourself. So put your headphones on, sit back, and let's see what our friends have in store for us. Circa, love the world you live in, and we'll help you explore it. Basically, everybody sees Paris as the cheese capital of the world. <laughs> uh, it is almost everybody's fantasy to sit in a cafe, have a nice cheese board and a glass of wine. And I do not blame them. <laughs> it's my fantasy to sit in a vat of cheese. <laughs> um, I think we could do that here for you. Hi. On this mini-series of Unlocked, we're going to Paris. Alison Isambert is a professional guide and concierge in the picturesque capital city of love, Paris, France. Remember, you can chat with her directly or any of Circa's amazing concierges around the world in the Circa app. Don't worry about taking notes. As always, every place mentioned in this episode will be in the app too. So... Let's unlock Paris. This is such a massive question. Around the world, what do you feel most people consider Parisian cuisine to be? Uh, there's more than uh, there's more than one cheese for every day of the year, and um, it's uh, going into a cheesemonger's uh, from Mangerie is. Uh, a real delight as you get to know your uh, cheesemonger 
they will start to ask you things like, well, when are you going to eat your cheese? And then they'll give you the proper aged one so that you have it in its peak instead of it going bad. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's like... pretty insane. They take cheese very seriously here. <laughs> I take cheese very seriously. <laughs> As you should. Um, you know, the other thing that people, obviously, everybody wants a baguette, you know, which is, um, you know, it's like a dollar twenty or something, a euro twenty. It's easy enough to get your hands on and it's served at every meal pretty much. So don't be afraid of carbohydrates when you come to visit. And then the other thing that everybody wants and should want are the pastries, which are incredibly decadent. How do you how do you eat in how do you eat in Paris? Like, what's what's the rhythm of of food in in the city? Um, you know, breakfast is really interesting. It's it's also really carbohydrate friendly. Um, you uh, <laughs> you sit down and you'll have basically your coffee, your juice, and then they'll give you a croissant or a pain au chocolat, a chocolate croissant. It's your choice, which one? And then they give you like a half of a baguette sliced in half with butter and jam. So you're eating a lot of bread, uh, not a lot of protein. You'll hear people come in wanting protein, but it's uh, they, they know immediately that you're, you're not from there if you're ordering an egg. Um, lunchtime is usually the bigger meal of the day, like most European countries. Um, and they'll have the plat du jour. What France does uh, is kind of like the American version of a happy meal. You get a, a starter, <laughs> a main dish, and a dessert. And so that's what they call a formula. And so every restaurant or cafe pretty much has got a formula for lunch where you'll choose. So that's a great opportunity for you to do something like foie gras and then your, you know, steak frites and then your, uh, you know, creme brulee. Uh, so you get everything in one meal and it seems like a lot, but you don't eat dinner until at least eight or nine o'clock at night. I know for Spaniards, that's early, but for Americans, we know that that's quite late. So um, some restaurants are nice enough to open for tourists at seven, but the uh, proper dining time is not until eight or nine p.m. And then you don't usually have as big of a meal as you had for lunch. Uh, but you'll get more into finer dining. Uh, so you'll have more of your, your fish or your uh, different kinds of birds and so forth. And of course, wine. You can't forget the wine. <laughs> wine for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Absolutely. When I first got here, I saw men drinking wine in the morning and uh, my friend said, oh, but that's breakfast wine. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. And but I mean, we do uh, we do breakfast wine. I mean, what's a mimosa? Sure, it's only the greatest thing in the world. Pretty close. <laughs> going around to a friend's French friend's house in Paris for dinner like what's the what's the classic sort of dinner party dish well you know it's the holidays here right now we're just coming out of them and because it's winter time it's really like hot cheese time so this is the time of year when a lot of people have raclette parties 
they have this very special machine that is like um, it heats. It's like a heat lamp and you get this little tray and you put a slice of cheese in it and you put it under the heat lamp and it gets nice and melty. And then you slice these potatoes onto your plate and then you take that hot cheese and you just drizzle it all over. Oh, stop and, it. Um, oh, stop yeah, it. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I know. I know. <laughs> I just need to be sure that you come. You have to come. <laughs> it is the greatest. It is the greatest. I mean, you feel terrible afterwards, but my God. Yeah. But during, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, they say, though, that with all that cheese, you have to drink wine because if you drink water or a cold beverage, it turns the cheese into a rock in your stomach. And so the wine helps to dilute it. So it's... Uh, <laughs> It's kind of a, an appropriate way to get you to drink your, your fruit. <laughs> it's part of your five-a-day. Just doing your, your, your part <laughs> to stay healthy. Amazing. That's so good. So we talked a little bit about ordering protein at breakfast, but uh, are there any other culinary mistakes you think people make in, in Paris? Yeah, unfortunately, everybody wants ice, and I believe them. I, I love ice as well, but ice is not something big in Europe, uh, especially in France. They feel like if something's really cold, you're going to get sick, <laughs> that you're going <laughs> to actually get a cold from it, and they think that we're really excessive. So if you're looking for ice, you've got to go to Starbucks. Um, you know, even if you say to them, like, can I have more ice? They're going to be like, well, why? Uh, you Do know, you want to get they, sick? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, why do you want to ruin your vacation? <laughs> That's so interesting. Uh, I've never I, heard of that before. Yeah. Ice is like a big deal. Same thing with like air conditioning is that they think, well, you put the air on, you're going to get sick. <laughs> uh, so p yeah. Paris is not the, not the greatest place to cool down in the summer. No, it's not. Uh, not at all. And that's why so many people leave for uh, their country homes and so forth. But, uh, you know, if you're lucky enough to have a hotel or an Airbnb that has air conditioning, you're lucky enough. Oh, you can't ask for butter at dinner. Butter is for breakfast. It's incredible. Why is that? Yeah. If you go to a fine dining restaurant, then they're going to gear themselves toward um, the world and not to France. And so they'll provide you with butter. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know why they do that. It's so weird. <laughs> but, yeah, you can't really. I mean, if you ask for butter at dinner, they're kind of like, oh, American. <laughs> I feel more Parisian already. This is amazing. You know, I'll give you the tips. <laughs> I had a great question in the beginnings of Circa of somebody traveling to Paris. And they asked me if it was culturally okay for them to take a table in a restaurant for one and just read a book. It really depends on the cafe that you're in and what time of day it is. Uh, like, for instance, this morning, I have a cafe that's right underneath where I live. And I go there all the time. Everybody there knows me. And being who I am, I'm a earlier than the typical Parisian. And so when I go into a cafe in the morning, they'll have no problem with me sitting there and reading. And I know people that work in cafes with their laptops, but generally those people have gotten to know their cafe pretty well. If you're coming at lunchtime, uh, don't do that because they need the table to flip it for, for, for bigger bills than what you're providing with your little cafe. 
Um, but yeah, you know, there's there's plenty of beautiful park benches that you can enjoy uh, until the crowd dies down. And then in the afternoon, of course, it's going to get busy again for happy hour, apero. And um, so you, you pretty much don't want to take up a table at that point in time either, unless you're drinking high quantities. Your three favorite places to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner in the city. Okay, well, I'm going to give a shout out to Le Joux, uh, because that's my cafe that I go to all the time. And it's in the Marais. The Marais is a real hot spot in the city. And um, it's the uh, gay and Jewish area. And um, I, uh, I'm Jewish, so it works for me. And they're very kind to me, even though I'm not gay. Um, you can tell that it's uh, such a happy place because it has these beautiful rainbow umbrellas all along the top of it. Um, so it's really, it's really very cheerful, and um, it's my happy place. Now, the breakfast is not anything special. You know, you're going to get your your croissant, your bread, your juice, your coffee. So it's uh, not like my typical favorite meal of the day, but um, it, you know, it works. If you're going to go out there and walk as much as you are going to walk, it's good to have like a little base and carbohydrates is great. It's going to keep you energized. Um, lunchtime. Okay. So I'm kind of a Murray faithfulist. So I'm going to say Miznan. And Miznan is like an Israeli hipster restaurant. The Murray is known for falafel. Oh, the wow. falafel here is great, but the the spicy uh, spicy fish is out of this world. It's nothing that you've ever experienced. So um, they have a uh, roasted cauliflower. You you get the entire head of it, and it's so crazy good that you could Google it on the internet, and it'll tell you how to do it because this place <laughs> is completely famous for it. I actually had that dish in Jerusalem. Yeah, yeah, they've got one there too. They've got two in Paris, one in Jerusalem, and I think they might have one in Tel Aviv also. Oh, it's so good. It's with like oh, gin. God, it's, it's, gin it's kind of gingery, isn't it? Ginger and. Oh, it's just they put like a rock salt and they like rub it with yummy goodness. I mean, they just make this thing like heaven. The little hidden secret uh, that nobody likes to talk about, the dirty secret of Paris, is that um, about a third to two-thirds of the cafes are buying pre-prepared food. And so they're basically heating it up for you. So there's not a lot of uh, real culinary experience going on. Perfect place for a cheese board, for a charcuterie, you know, um, glass of wine, uh, but uh, the food itself, depending on which one you go to, can be real hit or miss. Uh, but dinner, that's a whole different ball of wax. <laughs> Let's go for it. Yeah. Okay, so dinner, there's two routes to go. One would be like a more um, Michelin restaurant, uh, which there are tons and tons that are really fantastic and they fit most price ranges. You can get some really affordable places to go to. Um, the other would be like more of the family home style type of a place, which is really fun too. So there's a place called Robert and Louise. Again, I'm sh giving a shout out to the Marais because it's my favorite place to be. 
but um, it's basically a steak restaurant and um, it uh, it has this humongous um, oven in the very middle of the restaurant where they roast the meat and uh, it comes out like you've never experienced it. It's like butter. You get a cote de boeuf for two people and um, you'll be extremely happy. Wow. God, I'm already extremely happy just thinking about it. I know. That. I know. It's so good. This is this is really fun. I can't wait for you to come. I'm going to show you even more. The city is an evolving, growing thing. Uh, you know, one of the downfalls of COVID was that a lot of businesses went uh, went under. But at the same time, a benefit of COVID is that it gave an opportunity to an entire new generation of restauranteurs to come in and create a new vibe. So there are things that are constantly changing that are really exciting. And so um, it's never the same. Every time you come back, there's something different. Thanks for listening to Unlocked. If you're traveling to Paris, you can contact us directly through the Circa app. And who knows, maybe you can get some personal one-on-one advice from Alison just for you. She's such an amazing, knowledgeable guide. She'll help you so much, and she's fun too. Check out the show notes for all of her socials and a link to towertobridgetours.com. Circa, love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it.